It's garbage eggs? I guess. It's garbage eggs. <laughs> so, <laughs> because we missed last week, we weren't even able to record garbage eggs. Which, which I, I think worked out for the best because we had a better idea in the time between all that. Yeah, what? And here we are. <laughs> I wanted to do another special garbage eggs just like we did in December. Mm-hmm. And this one was going to be all about Chainsaw Man. Yes. But here's the thing. We watched Chainsaw Man and I was like, there's no way I could fill an hour of actually talking about this. No. Like, it's good. But not, I don't think there's much to say. Oh, oh, they're coming in the Bahamas. Oh, God. If you can hear it, the plane's inbound. <laughs> oh, yep. Gotta go slow. <laughs> but yeah, we watched Chainsaw Man. But like, I don't know, there's not, most of the interesting things don't happen until like way down the line with the story. Which we both looked up, spoilers. <laughs> yes. So. And then... As we were trying to figure out how to do it, we watched another show. Mm-hmm. Another, if you want to call it anime, um, train wreck of a thing. Yeah. Edge Runners Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Or Cyberpunk Edge Runners, okay? And we realized we were just watching the same show over and over again. They're very similar. Um, now, now you guys are going to freak out, and we're going to talk about that a little bit, okay? Yes. So don't don't go straight to the keyboard. <laughs> we, we'll explain ourselves. <laughs> okay. There, there are differences. And then we watched another show. Yeah. Which was more compelling, and we found ourselves... You forced me to split into four days? I didn't force you. I wanted to do it in two days. I did too, but I was having fun. (laughs) (laughs) But we had always wanted to watch the Paramount show, Mm -hmm. Yellow Jackets. Yeah, yeah. I heard about it, and like it, it like hooked me. That's like that's like the recipe of things I love to see in stories. I I had heard people talking about it, and I was like, "So is it satanic?" And they're like, "I still don't know." Mm -hmm. And I was like. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. So we watched it, and that'll be a majority of this episode. Yes, because there's something to actually talk about. With Yellow and Jacket. Yellow Jacket <laughs> season two is for sure coming in March. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, here we go. Let's begin. Let's let's start with Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man. So it's good. Definitely overhyped. Way overhyped. Without a doubt. <laughs> uh, Denji, our main character. The titular chainsaw man. <laughs> I hate his teeth. I get it. All for all of his character design, right? His teeth bother me. It feels a little redundant. You know, your your chain your face is already a chainsaw. I don't think the extra sharp teeth was necessary. <laughs> and there's only one other character in that season that carries that sharp teeth theme. Mm-hmm. And that's his partner Power. Yes. Who, without a doubt, Power was my favorite. I thought she was hilarious. She cracked me up. She's fun in a battle. I liked Power. Once you learn that she's based off of Cartman from South Park, even funnier. <laughs> what what a weird decision to do. Yes, but I liked it. I liked Power. She was fun. Cracked me up. <laughs> so Denji, he, he looks like a schoolboy, I guess, right? Yeah, he said he was 16, and I'm like, I don't think he needed to be for this he story. He had to pay off his father's debt where he's like selling body parts and... Mm-hmm. What, doing drugs or something like that? Like, yeah, barely. They were eating, like, yeah. a slice of bread. 
a day. And then <laughs> he's got his uh, demon dog. Ponchita? Po- Ponchita. Po- Puchita? Yeah. And, like, we see that he's always had Puchita mm-hmm. in flashbacks and stuff. And it's like, where did he come from? I'm sure there's a backstory coming for that. Yeah, probably. But they go in to a warehouse. I guess a uh, deal went bad with the Yakuza. Mm-hmm. And... There's a fucking zombie hive mind thing going on in there. Yeah. I'll be honest. The show did a very poor job at, like, explaining the magic system of this world. Like, the fiends and the the devils and the powers. Yeah, there is a magic system. And the con... It's just, like, it's a lot of similar things with kind of similar names. Yeah. (laughs) And Denji tries to run away from the zombie horde and gets brutally murdered. Mm-hmm. And then Puchita decides to spare his life. Yeah. And give him... His, his, his heart, basically. Yeah, Puchita becomes his heart, heals him, and now he has the power of the chainsaw devil. Yeah. And now he can have chainsaws. Well, he has a chainsaw for a head. And he has chainsaws in his arms. And later on, he'll find out he has a chainsaw in his leg. Do you remember that? I do. It was actually pretty cool. <laughs> hey. Hey. If you like this content, please subscribe. You can leave a comment. Like it. We're also on Anchor. We're on Anchor. Both of our podcasts are on Anchor. So if you're on the go and you want to listen instead of having to watch YouTube, you can find us there. It also works on Spotify as well. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what? We jump off the deep end so fast with this one. I, for being a story about a, a boy who is invincible, basically, and uh, is super powerful and strong, they don't go the average route with it, like how most anime do, mm-hmm. um, but it is still another anime about a boy who's a teenager and is invincible, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I appreciated the fact that there was no grand thing he strives for. He's yes, just, there is. He's just horny. <laughs> that is his grand thing. I. That's refreshing. That is a funny take on See, it. See, <laughs> to you, you think that this is a, like, fun, new, refreshing take that everything you just said, I'm just going to say over again to you because mm-hmm. I'm making a great argument already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, I'm just like... Uh, can't we, like, kind of romanticize it a little bit? I don't know. I feel like so many things do romanticize it. Though, yes, they do. Yeah. Though one of the funniest parts is when Power's trying to convince him to help her kill one of these demons. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you can touch my boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just exhausted at that point. And then when he hears that, he's just like, I'll fucking kill him. And she's like, what? That was funny. They cracked me. A single brain cell shared between those two fucking idiots. Yes. Without a doubt. <laughs> we we watched it in uh, Japanese sub. Yeah, but the dub was under uh, Crunchyroll, but he needed a premium subscription. And I ain't doing that. <laughs> nah. Baruto's for free. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I didn't like the fact that in, like, the last episode, they suddenly introduced all these other characters that were in the opening. Like, the shark fiend, the angel devil, whatever. Oh, yeah, they just randomly showed up, didn't they? They're like, they're here. But it was like, I don't know, we could have introduced these characters. And they also work for the same organization that Denji and Power work for? Yeah, now their their organizations are fused together because a bunch of them died from the, uh, from the coup from the katana devil yeah katana devil mm-hmm. he was my favorite i liked the world snake thing don't know 
Like, that was cool. The giant snake. Yeah, thingy. I mean, it just magically appeared and then got destroyed. It's weird, because when usually... So here's the thing. You need to, like, give up something, basically. You gotta make a deal with one of the devils to get a piece of their power. Like, uh, for example, one of them. I don't remember her name. Makoto, or whatever. She lost an arm... Um, but, no, she lost an eye, but because of that, she got the ability of, like, the ghost devil, one of their hands. And then she sacrificed more of herself to get more of their powers. But also, sometimes, it seems like they don't have to sacrifice anything. Like, that one girl with the giant snake, nothing, I didn't see anything, she didn't mention anything. And then Aki, one of our main characters, makes a deal with the future devil, and he doesn't even, like, need to give up anything. Then he gets the future powers. Dumb. Well, that <laughs> that devil <laughs> told him, your death is going to be totally awesome. Mm-hmm. And I have heard that that is poorly translated and that it's actually going to be horrendous because he already knew that he was going to die. Yeah. He, his, he only has a certain amount of time. His special sword takes away part of his life and uh, the spirit, the devil in the sword was like, you have two years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now he has like... So dumb. He looks inside this thing, which I would never do. There's and now he has the foresight of the future for three seconds in his right eye. Yeah. I what? feel like that would make fighting harder. <laughs> if anything. Seeing two different visions at the same time. You would have to be walking around with one eye closed, put up like an eye patch on yeah. your other one. Whatever. <laughs> no, I liked Chainsaw. Best part of Chainsaw Man? The opening. Wasn't Isn't there an already shonen jump character who has an eye like that and then he wears an eye patch? And... <laughs> We're so original. We're so okay. original. <laughs> no, the opening. Best I, part. The I, opening? Oh, yeah. You learned about the opening and yeah. then you explained it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched Mother's Basement's video, if you want. He explains it so much better than I could. And he does this for a living where he like dis- dissects the interpretations of anime openings. Mm-hmm really smart it's all a uh, big old dick and ball ejaculation joke <laughs> in many different ways <laughs> yeah when you start to really boil this one down to its basics i don't know if i actually like it pound for pound i enjoy it conceptually i don't dislike it what i mean is like this one's not as good as everyone said it was going to be. No, this is always a problem. It's highly rated, well-beloved. I love gore. Like, I, I feel like it's one. It's going to be one where I'd rather, like, not touch it again and wait for it to be over. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, like, binge it, try to catch up. Yeah. Have it on in the background, something like that. Yep. I don't even know if they're going to make a second season yet. It's uh, Studio Mappa, who... Famously, it take forever to get their seasons done. Like they did Yuri on Ice, and everyone's like, "That's great, we want more." And then they're like, "Well, hmm, what if I do this other thing?" No, come back, Studio Mappa, please. <laughs> Yuri on Ice sits and waits sadly and pathetically with its one or two seasons, <laughs> and it's a gigantic. Dude, fan base. you missed it. I don't know why you didn't say it. Hmm. As Yuri just sits on ice. Aww. Come on. It was right there. You should have had it. Damn. How are you going to be a good host? I know. I know. I suck. Well, I said I'm it not, for you. I'm not as good of a pun lord as you are. <laughs> lord of puns. <laughs> wow. 
Anyways, <laughs> uh, one, of, one of the more interesting things to me about this one was actually the ending. Yeah. The ending of each episode was stylized and animated differently with different songs. Uh-huh. Which, so, that's a lot of effort. It is a lot of effort. They're basically music videos when you think about it. Yeah. Every time you, honestly, you turn on an anime... At least current animes. I don't know if this worked back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But you turn on an anime and their opening song happens, or closing song, mm-hmm. it's literally an MVA. AMV? AMV. Yeah. I got all the letters. Uh, Fuck off. Their openings, yes. Not always with their endings. Like Cowboy Bebop? No. It's just like a still image. <laughs> True. Um, But that I found really cool. Mm-hmm. The rest, I can't judge it any more than I already have, just because I haven't fully immersed myself into it. That's what I was like. There's just not really much to say. Well, you know, you get through the 12 episodes, and you're like, what really happened? Eh, they fought some things. Like, that's it. That's the extent of what we can discuss at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his uh, boss is weird. But I guess that comes with the territory, since Denji's just a horn dog. Yeah, yes, yes. Well, there was that one girl... Who tried to sleep with him? Yeah, the one with the eye patch. Yeah. Yeah. Who was also that was also weird because she was like, "Oh, you're underage, pooey," and then, and then As she, she's smoking a cigarette with him in her underwear. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> this doesn't even this doesn't even feel like fantasy fulfillment or anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is kind of weird. So um, then we were recommended Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Another one that was. Way, way too overhyped. So badly. I did not like this whatsoever. Didn't like any part of it. None of it. And I don't want to hear like, oh, but Studio Trigger, their animation is so good. Yes, but the show looks like vomit. It's Technicolor vomit. You can't see anything and everyone moves too herky-jerky and the camera moves too fast for you to even keep up with the intense, like future things going on <laughs> pacing wise it's all over the goddamn place oh. it's a train wreck yes uh animation wise lazy or way overdone with color yes the color takes away and distracts you from how shitty the actual image is yes the characters it makes it very hard to follow like everything is bright and everything is moving and it makes it hard to know what i'm supposed to be looking at yeah the characters are also all awful. <laughs> the characters are all awful. Our main character, David Martinez. Uh, Stupid. Again, a high school boy who's yeah. thrown into this position where he now has the ability... Well, he, his mom dies because he finds out that she's working for a terrorist group against the Umbrella Companies. Yeah. That, that's basically what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And... To get back at the school bully, which makes no sense, he decides to take something from her. Yeah, that's like super souped up, but for some reason, he's special. And he wants you to know by the end of it, he is special. And it doesn't affect him as bad as it would others, so he can be really, really fast. And everyone's like, whoa, oh my god, that's so cool, he's so fast. It's just, it's really cringy, like, little boy edgy wish fulfillment the show do you want to get back at your the, high school the installment bullies? is called the sand devastin 
Yeah, Sandy is what they would call it. Yeah. Which was another annoying thing. Everything had its, like, complicated-ass fantasy name, and then would have, like, two or three, like, nicknames given to it Mm -hmm. by the crew. And it's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What is any of this shit? (laughs) Your dialogue is worthless. (laughs) Here's my problem with this one. Besides the fact that David and Denji are very, very similar. Yeah. I mean... They both have gore and violence in them. Mm-hmm. I'd say Chainsaw Man definitely has a lot more of it. Yeah. But there's also weird moments where David is tripping balls because he's losing his mind. And you literally see guns, gun barrels coming out of this one person's head. Yeah. Which I was like, that's just the gun demon. Yeah. Like, I like looked <laughs> that up and I saw what it... Whatever. Forget that. Anyways... <laughs> episode one inciting incident that's how you write a story everybody knows that right Mm -hmm. all the way to what episode five four yeah and it's just some dick where where it's (laughs) no 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 they're like building a team or he finds the team and then he works in and he finds his place and oh you know what we do we put in a montage we put in the montage right okay we got the montage now him and Maine are talking to each other and they're best friends right yeah like the father he never had. <clears throat> right? The Yeah, the father figure he needed. And then <clears throat> all of a sudden, all th- everybody's great. Everything's good. They're in the gang. And then one of your main gang member friends just gets his head blown off. Yeah, just completely randomly. Like all hell breaks loose. And, and you're just like, what the hell? And they did a good moment because when that happened, I was like, yeah, but he's okay, right? I knew he was going to die because he was kind of an asshole and kind of ugly. Well, his sister's the same way, too. True. And people love Rebecca. I know her name because people won't shut up about her. She's fine. Rebecca (laughs) is, in a weird way, also power. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's all just a Chainsaw Man ripoff, it feels like. And then, um, what's her name? The main girl. Lucy in Edge Runners Mm -hmm. is... uh, What's her name? Miyakoto? Mitsuki. Mitsuki? The main uh, boss. Isn't that Peruto's buddy? The main boss lady in Chainsaw Man. Pink hair. Yeah. No. They both have pink hair? Am I Lucy crazy? has white hair. She does. Oh, no, it's like with white a... with a bit of pink in it. Boo, 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 boo. It's I just, won. It's just the same show, but the difference is Chainsaw Man is just unabashedly itself. It's like, yeah, I like violence and I'm horny. That's me. It's just that cyberpunk thinks it's like the coolest thing ever. It thinks it's so grand. It's doing something no one's ever done before. It's beautiful. It's romantic. It's not just violence and being horny. We swear. It's it's poetry in motion. It's so up its own ass. And I hate it. <laughs> so then we get there and we find out the real issue of using this technology. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it's called, but basically you're losing your mind. And you just become a, a psycho junkie. Yeah. Or cyber junkie is what they call you. And he gets so ugly. He gets so stupid looking. Well, there's a horrible thing that happens with Maine, and eventually David takes over, and we see him a year later. 
No one tells you it's a year later. Yeah. There's like, no indication besides his body is not his body anymore. Yeah, it's like kind of implied time has passed, but the only one who looks like they've changed is David. Everyone yes. else looks exactly the same. Yeah. Except Rebecca had like new hands, I guess. <laughs> new hand replacements. Yeah, larger, <laughs> longer hands. Uh-huh. Anyways, after that, then all of a sudden, it's just about David and Rebecca basically just killing people for the sake of killing people until they get hired by the bad guy that they think is actually the good guy to fight the bad guy, but actually they're all bad guys. And then guys, the so... final bad guy wasn't even like the main bad guy that they were dealing with. It was like just bring in Adam Smasher, which was a so, stupid name. So and it's just like, there's this other guy. I, I had asked <laughs> someone who played Cyberpunk and they were like, Adam Smasher is in the game. And he's not nearly as terrifying as he is in the anime. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> Adam Smasher kills everyone except for Lucy. He just cleans house. Yeah, Lucy lives and she gets to go to the moon. E- even the the bad guy that they think is a good guy but is actually working for the bad guys, all that nonsense, right? Yeah, the, the one who's been Adam Smasher to us as kills him as well. Literally, Adam Smasher, there should have just been this series of just Adam Smasher. Yeah, it might be more fun that way. It was just so stupid. This is such a... For all the hype... And not even the animation was good. Like, I could deal with the fucking pretentious ass of dumb characters, but the animation wasn't even fun to watch. There was a couple of shots that were fucking ugly. (laughs) There were, but I noticed when they were in conversations, like, imagine me and Critter sitting here at a table talking. Mm -hmm. But now, well, this might actually be easy for you. If you're listening to us, now think that we're sitting next to you and you can kind of see us in the shadows, but you're just staring at a light. You can hear the whole conversation, <laughs> but you're just staring at a light it's so for like way it's too just long. All yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so They're accurate. showing you inanimate objects that aren't even fucking remotely interesting. It's because then they didn't have to animate. I know. <laughs> Once I pointed it out, and you're like, they can't animate. I was just like, then why are you spending the money and effort if you're not gonna do the damn thing? A thing that got me was, like, later on, when David and Lucy were, like, together, and blah, 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 he had all his cyber enhancements. Every time they were in their house, it doesn't matter what they were doing, they were just both naked. You never even saw anything. Yeah, they just walk around naked. Like, there was a lot of tits in the show. Not good. Like, just endless tits, and, like, I guess asses. But, yeah, they were just standing around, just like, I'm gonna make dinner. That's okay. I'm not hungry. I'm worried about it. I'm like, why are you just naked? Like, like, even if you're, like, dating or whatever, all the time, you're going to cook dinner? Put on pants. <laughs> you're going to burn yourself. <laughs> Maybe they don't cook with oil. I don't know. But Which one, it makes sense because they're mechanical. So it was awful. I would watch Chainsaw Man over Cyberpunk Edge Runners any day. You know, the fact that we can trash on cyberpunk like that mm-hmm. tells you that we actually did enjoy chainsaw man yes i wish i there was more to talk about which yes man. chainsaw man is a little alien still to me mm-hmm. but as for cyberpunk that's a one and done thing mm-hmm. and i'm glad it's done because it should never be revisited god it's out awful just so boring not even good performances from the actors. No, there's one good character. Just one redeeming light. <laughs> and he shows up in the second half. Yeah. And his name is Falco. 
Second half, more like the last two episodes. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, he's in there a little bit. I did like Falco and Rebecca. Like their interactions were cute, but then they both died, so it didn't even matter. Falco lived. He lived? Yeah. Best character, living to tell the tale. <laughs> who Hanging else out is going to... On the moon. <laughs> he's not on the moon. No. But who else is going to, you know, show up in your own video game other than Matthew Mercer's See, character? See, Matthew Mercer, yeah. What? He lives? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to talk about with cyberpunk. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> and there you go. If you look at it, it's about 24 minutes in. And that's that's kind of interesting. Because I wanted to plan out a whole hour of talking about Chainsaw Man. And like, it, and I just couldn't grasp it. Like, even now, I'm like, there's just nothing to really say. Yep. And then I could tell you how bad cyberpunk is. Yeah, we could keep going up. But once you boil it down to it, we've summed it up at this point. And no one wants a whole hour of just being like, I don't like this. I found none of its qualities redeeming. <laughs> True. No, I, there are some really fun moments too. Uh, Chainsaw Man? Chainsaw Man. Yep. But Cyberpunk, I think the f- the funnest thing I thought it was was when David puts his body in an exoskeleton suit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're going to die. And the only way that he can like override that cyber psychoness... He's just juicing himself up. Well, the machine itself takes up these giant... like. Like demon syringes. <laughs> yes, over his traps, so over his shoulders, and then just injects him yeah. as hard as it can. And every time he does, he just shoots blood out of his nose and eyes. Yeah. And just screaming in pain. And but then he's, he's like, I'm back to normal. My favorite part was, it was right at the end, uh, he's in his like cyber suit, whatever. And then Lucy meets up with him. And then they crash through like a window or some shit. And then it's like, goes slow motion. And this like, 80s sounding heart ass song just like never gonna let you go or whatever and and they're like floating in front of the moon and uh, i think it was supposed to be romantic as they're like i don't want you to die i want to stay with you forever and i'm just sitting there looking at it all being like this is the dumbest moment of all of animation i really want to stay at your house Rosa Walton. Yeah. Awful. It, that cracked me up. I was. I still think about that. And every time, it just brings a smile to my face at just how goofy that moment was. <laughs> whole ass that was, Mr. That was pretty goof. much the ending, too. And, like, you just hear the whole song and then just her on the moon. And then she remembers he's wanting to be there, but yeah. he's not because he's dead. And then she's really seeing ghosts. And then it just closes out. And you're like, well, that's the end of everything. That was it. That was the whole show. Ooh. So good. Wow. <laughs> okay. And now it's time. For the real garbage eggs? To really talk about the good thing that we watched. Yellow Jackets. Oh, I wish I could just play the theme song right here. God, I really love that theme song. <laughs> Kickback's good. Chainsaw Man's opening. I enjoy it. It's a fun little box. Yeah, but not... But, ooh, Yellow Jackets With theme. that stylized old film look. It's like... And it's like... Re- this, like, grunge thing. Yep. Uh, it sounds like how Night in the Woods feels, you know? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. That's what I live on. <laughs> so what is Yellow Jackets? Um... Uh, a totally fucking awesome show. 
the the best the easiest way I could describe it. I is, just did. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Lord of the Flies. Yes. But where a group of children or not adults high school girls they get stranded in the middle of like this mountainous range in Canada somewhere. Canada. Presumably. Uh, similar to Lord of the Flies, but instead of like all prep school boys, it's all a girls soccer team. Mm-hmm. And then like a few others, like their coach, uh, their other coach, his kids who are coming with him. They're on their way to nationals and stuff. So it's those type of people. And then they have to survive. And then it's also intercut with them in the future trying to keep the things that they did a secret. And someone is attempting to blackmail them. So the girls spent 19 months alone in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Only a few of them came back. Yeah. Now, when you, you do see the plane crash, there's a, a really nasty scene with the leg. Yes, it is violent. It doesn't, it shows you that right away. Uh, a girl breaks her leg right off the you bat. You keep thinking that's the first incident. Well, that's... It's not. It shows you they're, them in the wilderness. There's a girl running through the snow. She falls through a trap. And they show you her all impaled. Oh, yeah. That does come first. And yeah. then at the <laughs> at some point, you see them drag her away, hang her up, slit her throat, and ble- bleed her out. Well, that can't, that happened after the, the broken leg. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> so they didn't like this freshman girl who rose up to the ranks. They didn't think she was doing good enough. They didn't for think varsity. her heart was in it. So they were doing this play. They weren't trying to break her leg, I feel like. But they were trying to get her out of the game. (laughs) See, that's the thing. The initial plan was not to. Mm -hmm. But knowing the character and knowing what she's capable of, Mm -hmm. especially in the future, she totally intentionally did that. The the freshman girl's running with the ball, Mm -hmm. right? And she comes in to swipe it with her leg at full-blown speed but really she just aims for her shin mm-hmm. and pops her shin bone right out of her it's oh, yeah, oh. you gotta just look at it it's nasty there's a lot of gore in in this show mm-hmm. so if you don't like it sorry but maybe watch something else but i think it's cool <laughs> i like it because it's such a it's a thrilling mystery it's just so because you're sitting there and you're trying to piece together everything that's happening in the past, and it intercuts with everything in the present, and you're like doing this back and forth, like trying to figure out who did what, what could have happened, and it's it's so smart. <laughs> and I was just I was just sitting there being like, who? Because one thing that I thought was really cool was they don't actually tell you how many survivors there were. You only know of really four ish i don't want to give away too many spoilers four to five ish um no they they keep that disclosed as well yeah so they they don't show you they don't tell you and so you're just sitting there being like anything could happen to most of these girls and you still even the ones you do know kind of what their fates end up being you're still just like well what's gonna happen <laughs> it, it was a show that I was like, this could be really fun. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the first episode, which I think the first episode is longer than all the other episodes, isn't it? About My, like half an hour? A lot of them work that way, so I think so. And it did feel like an hour or something. I'm pretty sure it was an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But 
you're like, I know the plane goes down. Just show me the plane go down. Yep, you're just waiting. And they drag that all the way out, but in a fun way, where you're like, I know the plane goes down. Just show me the plane go down. And then the future storyline is building up. It's getting tenser. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then finally, at the very end, the plane goes down. Yep, yep, yep. It's a good first episode. You watch the second episode because now you're like, I want to see what it looks like. Yeah. What happened? What did they do? What What is so bad that they're hiding, right? Yeah. And that's that's my biggest draw to it. Mm-hmm. Yet somehow I'm starting to like the future versions of them. I did. At first, the future plot lines were very drab to me. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, some of them were fine. Others were just kind of boring. But as the series went on. Uh, I got more and more invested in the future stuff that was happening. Um, what you looking up? Oh, she's bringing up all their names Uh, so we can remember them. That is one thing. There's a lot of, so there's a lot of characters and then there's past versions and future versions. So trying to be like, because at first I was confused on who exactly everyone was. Yeah. It, it it gets easier. They establish it very quickly. I don't know if you watched it weekly, how easy it would be to, like, keep it in mind. Who mm-hmm. all is who. A lot of names. <laughs> a lot of just generic girl names. There's Shauna and Jackie and Natalie and Vanessa. And it's like, who's who? <laughs> it's true. There, there is so many of them. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So the second episode mm-hmm. begins right off with the plane crash. Yes. And that is really... I know I just said this about Edge Runner, right? You begin with your inciting incident. Mm-hmm. But here they didn't. Your inciting incident actually occurs in the second episode. Yeah. Which is smart, I would say. They use the inciting... They they use a flashback to show the inciting incident. Which yeah. Is, <laughs> it's unheard of. And usually, in theory, if you were to try and attempt that, you wouldn't pull it off. Mm-hmm. But in this case of this story, you, you were missing some things when you are bringing up how what the story was inspired by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like, Because uh, it's also inspired by that Andes plane crash. Yes, the Andes uh, late 70s plane crash where a rugby team... Mm-hmm. and other passengers were on it um that went down i was reading all about this and it it was tough mm-hmm. it was tough and they ran out of food and they decided to go into cannibalism yeah and then it was also inspired by the donner party which Similar. happened in the 1800s with um a family the donners and a group of people yeah. were with them on this trek to go to the west coast san francisco for the gold rush, they got stuck up in uh, a pass, which is now called Donner Pass. Mm-hmm. And they had to make some decisions where they resulted, <laughs> resorted to cannibalism. It, there, it, there are other bad things that happen to both parties. Yes. But they're often known, and that is a, a big taboo thing for obvious reasons yeah. <laughs> within our societies. But uh, that was the inspiration plus... Mm-hmm. Lord of Flies. I think the most interesting thing with the first episode only is it actually shows us three different points in time. Mm-hmm. The, the past storyline, the present storyline, and then also a midpoint where they're still in the past, but they've been there for several 
for an unknown that, amount of time. That that's some of the stuff I was describing so, about the killing of one girl and bleeding her out. Yeah, which was the only sign of cannibalism. So you know where it's going to get. Oh, it, it wasn't just cannibalism. So well, you, you can't yeah. think it's barbarism. <laughs> you can't think like, oh, they're just gonna rip her open and start eating like a zombie. It's it's very, they prepared the meat. It was very ritualistic. It's very very ritualistic, Which, and that's the disturbing part. Mm-hmm. There's and, the, the the cool the cool mystery I'd say is the person in charge has these large antlers on their headdress. You can't see anyone's face based on what they're wearing. But you're just like, who is that person in charge? Which one of these girls is going to be that person in charge? It's not the person I thought it was. No, me neither. <laughs> in fact, uh, quite the opposite. <laughs> I thought I thought the one that I thought she was going to die first. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> well, I saw that a adult version of that character is confirmed for season two. Ooh. And I was like, uh-oh. Fun, fun, fun. I would hope so. <laughs> You'd think they would have hunted that person down first. No, I don't think you could at that point. I don't know. Cause that's, so that's the fun thing. It's like not only waiting to see when does the, the bad things start happening, which other crazy things happen. Uh, sleepwalking. Yep. You know, things that make you sit there and Schizophrenia. go. Schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. Like, because it feels mystical. It feels like there's something, some other natural force but there's also rational explanations for most of the things that they come across. So, like they are, are we down for spoilers? Because it's been out for a year. Yeah, so at this point, if we've sold you and you haven't seen it yet, watch it. If you want to stay spoiler-free, from here on out, we're going to address spoilers. So thanks for watching Garbage Hicks. <laughs> spoilers now! <laughs> okay. The schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. Visions. Brilliant. Lottie? Yes. Sees the the vision. She, okay, first of all, <laughs> so awesome. She climbs up out of the water onto these stairs. They're lit by those giant candles. You yeah. remember that? This was her first big vision. And she goes to the shrine. Mm-hmm. And there at the shrine, she sees a stag mm-hmm. with, like, flesh hanging from its antlers. Yeah. Now, you can interpret that however you want. One of the coolest set design pieces I've ever seen on television was the goddamn stairs. Yes. It was also a technically impressive because there was a billion fucking candles and they're all sitting on the ground and they're lit, but there's also running water rushing down the stairs all around the candles. And it was this, it was a really beautiful and really well done way, because this was her finding faith, basically. Within God? Kind of. Kind of. In a way. <laughs> what was her name? Which one? Laura Lee? Laura Lee, yeah, who was uh, religious. Yeah. Is well, the one who's helping her find God. Mm-hmm. But it, it, Lottie says weird shit every now and then, and then it comes to fruition. Yeah, which was also, because that's another thing. Because um, she's seeing things because she has schizophrenia. And it's that type of deal of, are you actually predicting something? Or does it just happen to be kind of vague enough that we can attribute it to the things we're seeing? Right. Or is it because we're in this environment and whatever? Like, she, uh, one thing I thought was smart was she said she had a vision of 
a red cloud and a red river. And they come across a red river, which seems to be uh, tainted with nickel. Was that what it was? Yeah, I was telling you that, like, meteorites... You can learn cool things if you watch this show. Because <laughs> you'll be curious and you'll look it up. Yeah, this show <laughs> kind of did push me in a weird direction where I was like, hold on, wait, that can't happen. One of the coolest things, the deer with flesh hanging from its antlers. Yeah. Hold on, this might be the only time I put a parental advisory on anything. It might not be on screen, but I'm going to tell you personally, if you are faint of heart, if you do not want to see a gruesome sight... Do not look this up. That's so funny to me. Because I didn't know this. I thought it was just all like, haha, look, a deer has like dried meats on its hooves. Or, uh, sorry, antlers. antlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I found out is that when the antlers are growing, mm-hmm. inside the antlers are actually blood vessels. Mm-hmm. So their antlers are very much, you touch them, they feel it. Right? Yep. When they're growing, they grow wool around them to help protect them and bring nutrients to the antlers so they can grow bigger mm-hmm. and when the time comes the wool dies off and sheds but what ends up happening is as this wool is coming off it's exposing all those blood vessels in their antlers yeah they just... and now it's just a bloody mess of wool and blood i mean and if you've seen like b stars uh louie references the fact that his antlers fell off and he's covered in blood you know and that's usually how they portray it in media is like it's just the whole antler is off and yeah sometimes like they do actually all fall off a bit of like blood right there but not like it's 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 gross <laughs> it's gross but it is a natural occurring thing with this species mm-hmm. couldn't believe it still terrifies the hell out of me um but then i thought this was so they they needed they never said it out loud, but I thought the red cloud was... The explosion? The explosion, yeah, from the plane. And I was like, wow, fucking 10 out of 10, so smart. <laughs> the messed up part is that uh, when she looks at her teddy bear, because she's, she's flying a plane, she's got the only plane, the only chance really... Yeah, this old to get out. beat up thing but she, she was studying how to fly it mm-hmm. she knew a little bit from her grandfather long before and she's like i'm gonna go i'm gonna we're gonna do it because one of them got mauled by a wolf and she's like we can't sit around anymore <laughs> yeah wolves very poorly handled they had a plan uh just unfortunately Thaisa fell asleep and she sleepwalks yeah unfortunately <laughs> yeah uh yeah a wolf mauls a girl uh-huh. Doesn't kill her, just mauls her. You gotta look at that nasty face. They do a lot with the prosthetics. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Coach Scott loses his leg. Yeah, that's the thing and, with the leg. And my favorite character. Can we just talk about the? I fucking was gonna characters? say Misty. Misty. This show would not be nearly as interesting if we didn't have Misty. Because if it's just a bunch of regular girls, maybe a couple of bitchy little brats. Like, it'd be a fine show. It'd be a fun, interesting show. But Misty, this fucking weird wild card, both in the past and the future, mm-hmm. fucking, she changed it. She changes the game. She no, makes she this does. a story worth telling. <laughs> She's my favorite. Like, <laughs> I love it when people threaten her. Yeah. And it's like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> and she just, like, casually kills people, apparently. She, 
She destroys the black box from the plane so that she can keep people around with her. Yeah, I wonder if that's ever going to get found out. Oh, sure. Well, she accidentally reveal, and that's going to be a big thing. I don't know. They don't kill her, obviously. <laughs> I don't know. I like Misty, but she's too creepy. Yeah. I was, there was a fucking while there where I was legitimately afraid she was going to try to sexually assault Coach Scott. <laughs> Me too. And I was like, don't. I don't want to see it. No. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and Coach Scott is uh, the assistant coach. I think so, yeah. He had a horrible accident. Went, well, yeah. <laughs> Didn't they all? <laughs> uh, a giant piece of metal fell on his leg. I think it was the wing. The wing? Yeah. They The girls pull him out and pick up the wing. His leg's obviously dead. Oh, dude. It's just attached with like. Oh. It was so gross. They only show it to you for like a second. It's second, but you see the thing wiggle. And you're like... <laughs> Misty runs up instantly with a knife, uh, an axe that she knew was around and chops his leg off in one fucking swing. Yeah, chopped it off, blood all over her face, and starts telling the other girls how to mend it. That was the thing. She got... she. They, they She's were, a mega nerd. They, she finally found praise and support because she knew like medical stuff more than everyone else. Yeah. And so they were like, we, we, we would be fucked without Misty. And that's why she pulls the cords out of the black box because she didn't want to be, she wanted to be needed still. Yep. Even in her adult form, she still needs to be needed. Yeah. That's why she became a nurse to just have control oh, over Oh, I didn't people. think about that. Yeah, they need, they rely on her. That's horrible. And then She's if, so cool. And then if they, if she doesn't, like, if you piss her off, she'll just take your meds. She'll turn, she fucking turned off someone's life support as, like, a gag on Trick or, like, Halloween. And she was like, oh my god, they're dying, come help! And the kids run off screaming, and she's like, ha ah, ah, so much fun. And she switches their life support back on. Yeah, I like, remember that. What the fuck, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, the old person she was helping when we first see her as an adult, mm-hmm. they just throw their food on the ground, and she just turns around, just like, fuck you, mm-hmm. I guess you don't need your morphine today, mm-hmm. and just takes it away from them. <laughs> Missy's crazy. I liked Nat. I liked adult Nat a lot. I liked Nat with Missy. The funniest part was when Nat was gonna get do some coke. She was it's fresh out of rehab. Uh, she wanted to do coke. Natalie's had a hard, hard life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unlike the other girls who still have had hard lives. Nat had a hard... She was, like, abused before she even went on the train. And her dad accidentally shot his, like, blew his brains out before she ever got on the plane. Yeah, freak (laughs) freak accident. She was doing drugs and stuff. And she was going to do coke. And And, Misty was like... adultery. Yeah. (laughs) And Misty was spying on her because Misty's a fucking freak. And she didn't want her doing coke again so she wouldn't relapse. Yep. So Misty rushes over and just like fucking pushes her out of the way. And she just goes, Misty! And she tumbles over and Misty snorts up all of her coke instead so she couldn't do it. <laughs> that was the best. I loved that. <laughs> um. Yeah, Nat, Nat's pretty cool. When we get introduced to adult Nat and she leaves rehab, mm-hmm. she goes back to the, Some of the girls have locker boxes where they keep archives of what happened in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Natalie keeps her Porsche. Yeah. And a hunting rifle. Yep. 
And Misty comes home with a guy that he's very, like, not into her. He and she's not. pushing this narrative. She's just really good at manipulating people. Which oh, yeah. is another creepy he, thing He was a her. very weak individual. You could tell right away. It was like, do you want to come in? He's like, no, I don't think so. And she's like, that's okay. I know. You don't think I'm pretty. Mm-hmm. If you thought I was pretty, you'd come in. And it's just like, you're, you're mean. <laughs> you're a mean girl. They go in and she turns on the light and there's Nat holding the hunting rifle. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, they make a fun duo. Uh, I liked Thaisa. She was fun. An interesting character. Adult Thaisa, I like. Young Thaisa, I think, is a lot of fun. Her relationship with Shauna, as they, like, slowly, like, get closer to each other because of the events that they know with each other. We haven't talked about Shauna yet. Shauna's not... No, 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 finish Thaisa. Uh, Thaisa's a lot of fun, and she's interesting, and she has the biggest mystery, I would say, personal mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, but the she's also like a pol- politician, and the politics plotline is so boring. <laughs> so, Taisha is a black woman yes. who is lesbian. Yeah, yeah. And has adopted a black son. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it matters what color her son was. It might have been. Did they adopt him? Did they say that, or was yeah, he no, no, he's Simone's a... child from a previous marriage or something? No, they adopted him. Okay, that's why he's got uh, antisocial behavior. Oh, poor little Sammy. She can relate to him because of her own obvious problems. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, cutting the head off the family's dog. I t- she must have done that when she was sleepwalking. I can only. That's my only. Oh answer. yeah, and then <laughs> putting it in a shrine that's hidden in a giant crate in your laundry room. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, what parts of you was the real and what parts of you was sleepwalking? That's that's the fucking mysteries the show presents you. And it's smart as hell. <laughs> and, yeah, and of course, it leaves you with more mystery before the season ends. Because that's what you do. They mm-hmm. hook them back in. and Yeah, but by the... Because we mentioned they're there for 19 months. And by the end of the first season, I think they've been there for maybe three or four so they had homecoming. Homecomings are usually around uh, October. Yeah. And at the end of the season, winter has come. Yeah, like the first snow. But it's in Canada, so snow comes a little sooner. It could be the end of October. It could be November. Yeah. Right? And then if they're going to a tournament, but they're already back at school. Yeah, this was hard to look up. So they would have been just beginning their senior years. Some of them. Yeah. I don't think Misty would have been graduating quite yet. I don't think so. No, yeah, it's like been like two or three months, maybe four. Yeah. So, you know, 19 total. <laughs> All right, we're getting through it. <laughs> ah, hey, no. here's, here's something to reflect back on from episode one mm-hmm. uh, or part one of this podcast. We were talking about the wokeness of Disney. Yeah. About how they're not good at presenting strong female characters in a like a, a fun way. And <laughs> it was killing me and I tried to jump in and you weren't going to let me jump in. Because mm. I was going to say, if you want to f- know how to do this, go look at Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Oh my God. There is, of course, sexism, but they also make fun of it in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it takes place during the 90s. Yep. And... It's just so good. The characterization of everyone. You can never get anyone mixed up with each other, which is great. No, you really can't, especially once you spend that, like, those first four hours with them. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like 
What were you going to say? Well, we hadn't got the Shauna. Shauna is yes. the last piece. Shauna, despite being the main character... She is. Uh, she does very little this season. She was the one... Her future plotline is so fucking not anything I give a shit it's about. It's actually kind of gross. It makes sense, like, in the longer run of the plot. Like, I get it. But it's just like, she's she thinks her husband's having an affair. Oh, hold on, hold on. Vinces herself to have an affair. <laughs> Sorry, that's me. In the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. She has her best friend, Jackie. Yeah. Who is the leader of the Yellow Jackets, right? Mm-hmm. The team lead. She's like the it girl. The popular girl. Jackie has a boyfriend named Jeff. Yes. She gets mad at Jackie for fooling around with Jeff, but never actually outstates it. Well, her and Jeff have been fooling around. Yeah, she's been secretly fucking Jeff behind Jackie's back. Yep, and one night they have unprotected sex, and that leads into something else. Yes. I'm wondering where that goes. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, now, Jackie, I don't know, she's kind of a bad person, but also when surrounded by villains, you might be the good guy. She she is Jackie is a bad person. She's a selfish person. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. She wants to get rescued quickly, and she wants to convince herself that rescue's coming any day now. So she just like refuses to help with like their chores around the cabin that they live in, because in her mind it's pointless. There's, rescue's coming. I don't need to, which is very, it's just it, selfish. She, she's very self centered, and she's vapid. Like, everyone else is like, oh, I want to survive. We're going to starve. We need things to keep us warm during the winter. And Jackie's over here being like, my boyfriend. Prom. Like, she's very, she's still in that mindset of, like, a typical high school girl worries. (laughs) Yeah. And then. Like, uh, it's it's in the last episode. Jackie's like, Jackie's like, Shauna was fucking Jeff, and no one blinks. No one gives a fuck. They're like, so? <laughs> we're in we're yep. in the wilderness. I don't care. <laughs> what does that even mean to I, our situation? She, she was fucking your boyfriend? Oh, well. Shut up. <laughs> we're eating. <laughs> Get a knife and help us hunt. <laughs> uh, God, where was I going? I like how the first episode... It makes it look like Jackie will be our main character in the first episode. It does. It spends a lot of time focusing on her. Then about halfway through, it shifts focus over to Shauna. And, uh... Well, Shauna's already in there. Mm-hmm. But more more prominently. It was when uh, Jeff was driving her home and we see that they're screwing around with each other behind Jackie's back. No, that's a different episode. No. It's after the party. It was the first episode. They weren't... They hadn't left yet. Remember? They hadn't flown off on the plane yet. She couldn't be fucking Jeff if they had left on the plane. <laughs> that was yeah, the first episode. that's after the party. Yeah, in the first episode. Well, the party's not... Is it really the first episode? Yeah. That, like, party out in the woods. The party's actually a really important part it is. of it. Like I said, I knew. It's, it, it's a reflection of how the events of the story goes out in the wilderness. <laughs> Damn. It's a smart... It's a smart... It's a smart fucking show. It's really good. It's hard to talk about shows this smart without just explaining everything. 
After it's a while. true, and then you just have to explain yourself and how you feel and what you feel about it. Mm-hmm. And then that just leads to further discussion. And eventually you go down this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Like for a while, a couple days there, right? This, I guess a while in our books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> White as ohms. <laughs> Woo. Um, we were talking about Jackie's got this nasty rash on her thigh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's got to be gangrene. Gangrene? Gangrene, gangrene. Yeah. I call it the same thing. I I remember because of the Powerpuff Girls. Okay. Gangrene well, gang, nope. baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it happened. And I was like, oh, that's got to be what that is. It's an infection inside her body. But that never, uh, never happened. Never no. came to fruition. No, you know why? It healed. <laughs> no. I don't think hypothermia heals it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she fuck it. She got a case of the dance. Hey, turns out the cure to AIDS is hypothermia. <laughs> that's, yeah, no, that's not a cure. That's just that's a, oh, a, a fast track. No, I knew Jackie was going to die, but I didn't know how. And it was, Me either. I, I was excited to see how they did it. Interesting. It was an interesting choice. Yeah, if you've seen the show, mm-hmm. or if you're going to... Dogs. Dude, really? No. We're in the middle of something. <laughs> something you... important. You won't even know. <laughs> you don't even watch TV. <laughs> they watched it with us. They did. Um, that the fire. The fire. The fire. Which fire? The fire that Jackie built. Oh yeah, because you we... watch it closely. Because from her perspective, she's she's struggling with this fire. And then we cut to something else and we cut back. And now she's finally sitting in front of this fire. But then we see Shauna looking out the window at Jackie. And there isn't a fire. It, there is just nothing. And I was like, maybe I'm just getting a bad look at it. Or something. Maybe. Yep. I don't know. But nope. Bitch was already gone at that point. <laughs> or going. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I think there's tribalism. Mm-hmm. Dark ritual. Dark ritual due to uh, tribalism, which it becomes a cult, right? It, I, and uh, now yeah. you're following Lottie. Yeah, because she can predict the future. Supposedly. That's so, like, real. I thought she was going to die first. I thought her schizophrenia was going to, like... Wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I'm going to create my own cult right here. Yeah? I predict you will listen to this episode either on the 24th or... 25th of January of 2023. Oh my god. Join my cult. You're so psychic. <laughs> um, but no, with Lottie, because she had schizophrenia, I thought she was going to end up doing something. I thought she was going to say something kind of vague that would be a thing that they would always keep in the back of their minds, but she was going to end up dying, like running into the river or whatever and just dying on accident. Did not expect her to become like the prophet goddess of the girls. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for season two. It only has a five season structure. I wouldn't want it to be longer than that, honestly. Yeah. After a while, it's like, get rescued already. Fuck. <laughs> How many mysteries can we drag out? <laughs> it can't be that hard to get rescued. I mean, once it happens, I imagine she'll just be like, there's the co- there's the, Look. the airplanes. Look, just Pull your phone out and make a phone call. Yeah, that's how it works. In 1996, <laughs> in the middle of the mountains. <laughs> I was going to say one last thing. Ah, oh, golly gee. Ah, oh, 
Willikers. What was it? Maybe it wasn't important. <laughs> Who's Willikers? It's a cat down the street. <laughs> what are you doing with him? Cousin with whiskers. <laughs> You're playing with your cousin? No. <laughs> what was I going to... Oh, I remember. It was... So this is the interesting thing. These three shows all are... Uh, they have an emphasis on violence. Yes. They discuss the cons like all the characters are horny. Yep. Um, and it's all about teenagers doing cool, crazy things, going on these uh, romps. I guess is the word. It, it, it stars teenagers. Yes, I don't know if they're doing cool, crazy things. Well, I guess it depends. They're definitely doing crazy things. I don't know. That's yes, they are doing crazy things. <laughs> depends how cool you think it is. But wildly different takes on all three of these different shows. Um, from different genres to how much we liked or didn't like them. Yeah, that's a weird one. Uh, of all three shows, Yellow Jackets is my favorite. Yellow Jackets is my new favorite TV show of all time. I really loved it. I had so much fun with it. I can't wait for season two. In March, for my birthday, just are you, for me. Are you going to do your own video for it? I might. I don't know what to say about it. That's the thing. When things are so good... And this complex, what do you say? So I'll have to think about it. <laughs> well, you have till March. I true. <laughs> I I hope that this episode made up for not having a proper garbage eggs that, or at least the one that I wanted. I think yeah, because this one we got to explore a bit more topics. Yep. Um, my closing statements are: Chainsaw Man is fun. Yes. Watch Kickback. Listen to watch the opening, if anything. You don't need to watch the show. Just watch the opening. <laughs> that's all I have to say. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, edge runners. Disappointing. They say it's... You know, it's baby's first cringe. That wow. Re that really is what it is. That's accurate. They say it's nothing like the game. And if that's the case, I think I would love this game. <laughs> yeah. If it's the complete opposite, this might be the greatest game ever made. Um... And then Yellow Jackets is just too much fun, too cool. So smart. Don't go in thinking HBO status, but we are definitely... Ow, stop digging your claws in me. Dogs, they're hungry. <laughs> it's time for their dinner. <laughs> okay, I guess we gotta go. But yeah, watch Yellow Jackets. It's so smart. It's such a good mystery. You'll be left... Like, if you like sitting there and like digesting something and really thinking about it, this is going to be one. And watch it with someone else so you can talk to each other about it. Yeah. Because theorizing is most of the fun. <laughs> it is, yeah. Take it take it slow and easy, but also have fun. Because mm -hmm. even we've gotten to the end of season one, and I don't think the fun stopped. No. It's still like, okay, what what else can you throw at me? Mm -hmm. it's, just, it's just starting. <laughs> I'm telling you. Polar bears. <laughs> so thanks for watching Garbage Eggs. Thank you. Uh, we'll see you next time with some more coffee break. Yeah, with more coffee break. Coffee break should be pretty normalized by now. We have more Garbage Eggs planned. Oh, man. Next. Next. It's going to be. I'm excited. I've already started research. <laughs> Do you know that that's what I was doing last night? Is that what that was? Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm excited. I saw some cool stuff. We'll see you in the next one. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.